Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Filmcast After Dark, the after show for the Filmcast where we talk about a variety of random topics that didn't make it into the show. Although this week, not we're going to be... <laughs> we're not going to do that. We're going to talk about <laughs> special categories from our top 10 movies of 2022. We're going to look back on the year of movies uh, and get into it. But as always, this episode of the Filmcast After Dark brought to you courtesy of the fine folks at patreon.com slash filmpodcast. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> for those who don't subscribe uh, to the Patreon, that is something that Jeff and Devinder do every single time I say that phrase. So that's what you're missing out on uh, yeah. when you don't subscribe to the Patreon. At patreon.com slash film podcast. Okay, get folks. Get thanked. Sign up. Get thanked. Really enjoyed counting down our top 10 movies of 2022. Boy, what a list. I can't believe we all had the same number one. That was awesome. Uh, what a wonderful moment. I'm going to remember that for a long time. Just like I remember, I think like Mad Max Fury Road is like the only other year where that's happened, mm-hmm, if I recall mm-hmm. correctly. Um, but maybe maybe there's been another year where we've all had the same number one. There anyway. was an understanding that year that that was <laughs> one of the yeah. best movies ever made. Yeah. Yeah. I am shocked that Jeff, you didn't drop a, a limerick for everything everywhere all at once, though. That is <laughs> sorry. Yeah. I did not. Uh, you disappoint me, Jeff. No, I'm just joking. I um, frequently do. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, what we are going to do today on the podcast is uh, we're going to talk about uh, special categories for 2022, biggest disappointments, biggest movie they didn't get, biggest movie we didn't get, uh, favorite non movie narrative of 2022, and then honorable mentions uh for 2022 we're going to conclude by talking about favorite movie of 2023 and most anticipated movies of 2023 so um and actually jeff you know I, i'll put the honorable mentions before the favorite non-movie narrative as well because mm-hmm. yeah i think that's narrative. smart okay so let's start with it folks let's get to the fun stuff and i do want to acknowledge that um some of these categories were just brazenly stolen from the film spotting svu podcast uh long may they rest uh and you know they're an awesome podcast that's no longer with us hopefully they'll be back someday that kind of goes in the opposite of long may they rest yes i i i was i was saying like long may they rain but i'm like that doesn't make any sense so (laughs) thanks for calling it out jeff thanks for calling it out i hope they come back but not for a long ass time is what you're saying (laughs) we need these categories i was gonna say rest in power but then that felt a little bit too grandiose (laughs) for a podcast Mm -hmm. okay anyway Let's start with biggest disappointments of 2022. Hmm. Biggest disappointments of 2022. <laughs> okay. I can start a fight with this. All right. Jeff Kanata, your biggest disappointment of 2022. I thought long and hard about this one. And I got to say, my biggest disappointment is 3,000 years of longing. Ooh. Oh, that's a good okay. one. Yeah. Yeah. Not because it's terrible. It's not. I, I got something out of it. I, I, I think there's a lot of really awesome movie there. But we were just talking about how Mad Max Fury Road was our unanimous uh, transcendent pick the year it came out. And of course, anytime George Miller makes a movie now, it's going to be uh, all hands on deck, full, you know, a lot of expectation. I mean, it should have been like that for, for decades. Well, true. Yeah. But... I, I just mean in the wake of mm-hmm. of that movie. Yeah. Well, well also the marketing, the marketing, like yeah. me, like the way the movie is like color graded and shot makes it look kind of like Mad Max Fury Road, and it's like, oh, maybe this is like a follow up to Mad Max Fury Road. You know? Yeah. It, it, I also, the buzz around it was that it was a real passion project for him, and yeah. you know, something that wasn't easy and, and a, a sort of a difficult thing to pull off. And I just, I had sky high expectations for Three Thousand Years of Longing. And it did not live up to them. It, it was, uh, I have to qualify it as a disappointment. Uh, even if I, you know, I, I wasn't, I didn't hate the movie, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it, it really fell short of, of everything I had hoped for. All right. Uh, that's 3,000 Years of Longing. And yeah, it's a movie that feels like it just kind of abruptly ends. You know, yeah. it's like, mm-hmm. oh, that's it? That's the whole movie? Like, it felt like it's missing a third act. But everything up, up until then was great. Yeah. You know? So weird, weird movie. Uh, Devinder Hardor, what's your biggest disappointment of 2022? I'm probably going to get hate for this one. <laughs> My biggest disappointment is Wakanda Forever. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't hate this movie. I think there's a lot to like about it. But similar to you, Jeff, uh, and 3,000 Years, I think it's not what I expected. And in many ways, it's like not what I want either. It does feel like... Man, we were all like nobody expected Chadwick Boseman to pass away so suddenly, you know, and like to reorient a story around that, to have a movie that 
kind of acknowledges his passing and honors him too and honors the character. This movie had to juggle a lot. And I think fundamentally, it feels like it fell apart under the weight of a lot of expectations. Um, As a follow-up to Black Panther, which I think is a top five MCU movie. Like, I think everything... Is just like humming for that one. The action, like a, the a characters. cultural, a cultural phenomenon. Exactly. You know, like it's exactly. it's not. It is beyond MCU. That movie is like a cultural touchstone mm-hmm. for like an entire generation of yeah. of fans. It um, reworked what was possible, like in action yeah. movies. Like it, it it has done so much, um, and honestly, it's impossible to live up to that expectation. But this movie just feels weirdly disjointed to me. Um, it never felt like it had the energy of the first movie, even acknowledging the fact that Chadwick Wilson is not around anymore. So th- there was a lot like working against it. And uh, just like even some of the action, I think Namor was, was fantastic, but there were so many things where I'm like, I wish this was better. I wish you spent more time with this character. I wish it gave me more in some ways. So that's why it's disappointing. Mm. I, I think you know, Devendra, my sense is also like you, you are, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but like mm-hmm. you are not really super into like formulaic Marvel stuff these days. Sure. And that's, yeah. that's one of the issues with Black Panther or kind of forever is it felt <clears throat> less like, you know, Black Panther, which was felt like pretty unique mm-hmm. and interesting and more like this is just a regular Marvel thing with like a bunch yeah. of like, this is a Marvel number on. two in which we must set up many things for future Marvel iterations. Yeah, correct. It felt a lot like Iron Man two, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, uh, well, that's your biggest disappointment. <laughs> My biggest disappointment. I, I, yeah. It's no, got, it's it. gotta be avatar the way of water. I'm yeah. sorry. Um, how dare you? Cause I didn't, <laughs> didn't love the movie. And th- this is like the most disappointed I've been in a James Cameron movie since, basically ever you know this this is the first time i feel like cameron has let me down huh. basically um uh i i didn't watch piranha 2 the spawning but like basically every other movie he's watched i've mm-hmm. been really impressed yeah. really loved he's basically disowned that too and he's explained like why he didn't really direct much yeah oh uh, speaking of which he recently i think he recently promised like blu-rays for the abyss and true lies so it's yes. like ooh, okay um, Let, let's reopen the cu- cultural conversation on true lies because that's gonna go well yeah <laughs> a lot of people i, I, I do yeah. think i do think we should watch the abyss like I, i'm yes. gonna lobby for yes. an abyss after we will do the abyss yeah. when that movie comes out um jeff have you seen the abyss oh my god i love that movie mm-hmm. you oh, kidding? Yeah, okay yeah, yeah yeah anyway avatar the way of water to me it felt like more of the same like i was really looking for something that was like oh this is like this justifies why he was working for 15 years on this thing i can't believe you don't um, at least get that out of it. Mm, like it yeah. is okay. Well, I'm not going to argue <laughs> anymore. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it's it, the the story. Like yes, the the visuals, the action, they're new, they're inventive. There's a lot of innovative stuff there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but from a story perspective, I yeah. felt really disappointed. It felt like, it, it, honestly, it felt very MCU like in the mm-hmm. worst sense of the word for me. Which is like it's a, it feels like a setup for other stuff that's coming on down the line. And yep. maybe after Avatar uh, 4 or 5 comes out, after after Avatar 4 comes out, I'll be like, oh, like looking back, it all locks into place in a really great way. But um, so far, I'm not super thrilled with the way this trilogy mm-hmm. is going. Um, so I did not love Avatar The Way of Water. And I know, you know, I, I think I, I can I know one thing you're probably feeling is like you mentioned like similarities to the first movie. And since we talked about it, Cameron has done interviews where he's like, yeah, we basically did a writing team to deconstruct the first movie and try to like atomize the parts that really worked to kind of redo it for mm-hmm. the next one. So mm-hmm. you, you are correct. You kind of sense that because like some elements do feel redone. Yeah. But um, it is interesting to me that he thinks of this as the beginning of a trilogy, right? Yeah. He yeah. like the first movie that happened. He's also, he's, he's never really done that ago. before. He's yeah. never really done that. He's right. he's done um Terminator one and two. Yep. Um, but he didn't but, think of Terminator as the start of a trilogy. Yeah, yeah. I don't think so. So, <laughs> so a, that is interesting, and you know, I'll, I'll be interested to see if it all ties in together. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like you know, it, maybe it does sound like he I, has story. He has story yeah. for three movies, and, and, and I'm going to put this out see. there. I'm, yeah. I'm still holding out hope for the for for the next Avatar. I'm still going to give the next Avatar movie a chance. You know, like I'm still like willing to be wowed by the next avatar movie but i can't deny this is a big disappointment mm-hmm. so that's my disappointment avatar the way of water okay this is probably the most personal category i think we have yeah the mm-hmm. disappointment one yeah yeah well, I, I don't know dude it's gonna get pretty personal oh, yeah, too that's here true. that's true so here <laughs> so the next two categories are biggest movie they didn't get the idiots and biggest, 
Biggest yeah. movie we didn't get. So that, by the way, that can be in any yeah. sense of the term. That's any the, the of, important thing to just, the important distinction here is open to so, interpretation. Open to interpretation. Like it can literally be, it didn't make that much money. Like if, mm -hmm. if they didn't get it, it didn't make that much money. Sure. Uh, it got a low Rotten Tomato score or literally the people in your immediate family didn't like it. Like that, that yeah. can be what it is. So the cultural right. conversation so, is not discussing it the way you like something. Yeah. What, whatever, any definition of that term. So this is very mm -hmm. open-ended. There's no uh, concrete notion of what this means, but that being said, Jeff Kanata, biggest movie they didn't get, in your opinion. There are several I could I could put here. The <laughs> movie that I found myself coming back to that, like, I don't understand why they didn't, why this movie isn't a huge deal that people are talking about, that people are lauding and referencing and talking about one of the best experiences of the year. Sea Beast. Mm. Nobody yeah. saw it. That that's it. Yeah. Well, it did. You they know, didn't it, did chart, it. it did chart on Netflix. Yeah, but yeah, there there was no theatrical release. You know, this and, is yeah. in in a year where there were several notable 3D animated films. This is head and shoulders above all of them. Mm. It is a blast. It is smart. It's fun. It has incredible visuals some of the best action sequences in an animated film I've ever seen. It's great. It's great. It should be one of those ones that people are telling them to watch with your kids and it should have toys and it should be a thing. It's mm -hmm. great. It should, we should be talking about the sea yeah. beast sequel that they're doing, but Netflix doesn't know what to do with good right. things. Like this is the problem with Netflix. Like they release things and they get buried and Hey, Hey, Oh, people made squid games like a, a phenomenon just because somehow randomly like that became a thing. It's weird. Netflix feels like they have no control over their content. It's hard. It's hard to explain. Yeah. I, I agree. In another world, this would be like people would have mm -hmm. CB's toys everywhere. Yes. And yeah, yeah, it, for kill yeah. for this. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, uh, I agree. The CB was a great movie. It's worth checking out. It's on Netflix right now. Um, great, great pick Jeff. Thanks. Biggest movie. They didn't get to your hardware. Hmm. You know what? Um, I feel like the one I'm going to go to is The Woman King because I have not seen that on many top 10 lists. I haven't seen that movie talked about. It's been well-reviewed. Actually, it did pretty well at the box yeah, office. Yeah, I was going to say, that you're it really stretching really well. they didn't get it. It did really case. well, but <laughs> I'm saying this movie is a goddamn masterpiece and you should show it respect. I know it has issues. Like we, We've talked about some of that in our review, but I do feel like... Um, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't know what it takes, like, sometimes to be lauded as, like, an action movie, like, as an excellent action movie, right? And some things are kind of get that designation, especially if they're, you know, they have a lot of martial arts or there's something else going on. I think the action in this movie is incredible. Just, like, rewatching it a second time is like, man, we don't we don't get large-scale battles like this. We don't get, like, such clear one-on-one -on -one battles, especially for, like, hand-to-hand -hand content uh con like uh contact stuff basically um it just feels so unique and it reminded me most of kurosawa movies and it just maybe maybe because it is almost like an older style of doing some of these things that it just isn't recognized as much anymore now i i feel like we should be talking about this movie i also feel like a lot of people have not seen this movie i've talked to people who enjoy action movies and have not given this movie a chance for whatever reason maybe because it's called the woman king and i just want people to show it some respect that's fair. I, I do want to acknowledge that it has a 94% Rotten Tomatoes. It, yeah, this isn't made... a debate. This is yeah. not a debate. All right. Not no. a debate. Good. Fair, fair yes. point. Fair point. I, um, I know you're trying to Dave Chen this up. Like, uh, like <laughs> just top 10. Yeah, okay. All right. Classic Chenning. Classic Chenning. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, that's a big movie they didn't get uh, for mm -hmm. doing your hardware is The Woman King. Uh, I'm going to put this out there. My movie they didn't get is Duel. Mm. This is the Riley Stearns science fiction thriller starring uh, Karen Gillan, who I think is awesome in this movie. This movie debuted at Sundance. It got a very brief theatrical release and then went mm. to AMC+. Uh, I think it's a really fun film. I think Riley Stearns is basically an American Yorgos Lanthimos uh, highlighting weird social <laughs> structures through a sci-fi lens. Uh, I think it's a pretty great movie that I... this. <laughs> 
<laughs> See, compared to the Woman King, this is what I'm saying is like Duel got like no love at all. Like it made I think it less got, than it got some, like so I remember when Duel came out around Sundance. Like there were some early reviews where people were like, hey, this is really interesting. Okay, like, okay. The Woman King yeah, made not, 60, not nearly as much. It made as sixty. King. The Woman King made sixty-seven million dollars in the box office. Woman King did Duel, did really Duel well. Duel made yeah. one hundred eighty-five thousand. So I'm just saying, like, <laughs> it just is like not even on the yeah. same scale. This is why I'm reacting the way I'm reacting. Yep, yep. Um, but also, but, um, count me among the people who did not get that movie because <laughs> my God, that movie made me angry. Good fair God, enough, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I can see why it didn't make so much money, Dave. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. There you go. Um, well, that's the biggest movie they didn't get for me. It's Duel. Um, by the way, did we have any other movies in this category that you want to mention? Um, I, 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 I want to throw out. I want to throw out mm-hmm. um, as well. Bodies, bodies, bodies. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. Yes. I really, I really like bodies, bodies, bodies. It so has great. a lot of great things about it. Um, it made that one and, is getting praise at least so that's good well when you say so my my definition of they didn't get is Mm -hmm. that this movie made um 11 million dollars the box office 13 million dollars worldwide like not enough people saw it i think it will find it will find a life on home video but yeah this is why it it it, it didn't basically it didn't i basically bombed the box office is the problem so Mm -hmm. everybody um, loved uh barbarian and deservedly so it's a mm -hmm. fun 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 movie i think bodies 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 is He's at least deserves to be in that conversation, if mm-hmm. not, in my opinion, even more fun than Barbarian. Mm-hmm. All right, fair enough. Uh, okay, any other movies they didn't get? Otherwise, we're going to move on to big movie we didn't get. Okay, Jeff Kanata, biggest movie we didn't get, and I think Jeff, you and I might have the same one here. Well, I I don't I have so many, Dave. Yeah. I have so many. I don't know if I can narrow it down. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm going to have to say more than one. Uh, so. The big well, the, ones. The, the big the big one for you and me, we all know what it is, right? It's After Sun. Yeah. I mean, oh, this, yes. this is a God. movie that has yes. like yeah. a 99% yeah. run. Like everyone loves everyone it. Loves People it. Yeah. I, I actually forgot to put it in my top 10. <laughs> like it, it was a thing. I was like, I did put a mental note. Like I got to find a place for this. I just didn't. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fair uh, enough. Fair enough. But yeah, yes. this, this is this is a movie where everyone, this is like, everyone's like, oh my gosh, I was a blubbering mess by the end. I'm right. Like, that, you that and movie? me were yeah. like, what? 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 Yeah. Why is this movie still going? This, Proving this yourself movie? to be truly heartless. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. huge, huge, huge movie I didn't get after yes. Sun. Totally. Absolutely. I feel like this category was designed for us to put that movie into it. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. hundred percent. But I want to add <laughs> some movies. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just bear with me. Uh-huh. Mad God. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, we all know how that review went. I just, I, did I, not, I really wish I was here for that. Yeah, I didn't get, I didn't get. Yeah, mad yeah, I love that movie. Yeah, I, I got. I, I got it was almost in my top ten. By the way, mm-hmm. like I, I was, I know it you really loved close. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Decision to leave. Mm. I like that movie. I'm impressed with that movie. I mean, but I fundamentally didn't get it. Like I, I didn't get on the same wavelength as you guys. Like I didn't. I wasn't into those characters. I just was like, these people are assholes. I don't. You know? Every movie's about assholes. I know. Every but movie's this about. Is why I didn't get it. We I find them interesting. It. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Another. That's 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 three. Uh, Confess, Fletch. Oh man, which that's was a, my honorable mention, sir. It was but, a yeah. it was a contender for my biggest disappointment. Mm. Is wow. Confess, Fletch, because I was super excited about that movie. Did not get. Did not get. And then the last one I'm going to mention is a weird one, but I feel like I didn't get it, and so many people were just. Going gaga over this movie, Black Phone. Oh yeah, really? I really, really like Black Phone. I know as well. people love, love that movie, and I yeah. just it did not click with me at all. And yeah. I love, you know, I'm a huge fan of the screenwriters, but ugh, it didn't click with me. I'm sorry. So yeah, right. a lot, there's a lot of movies I didn't get this year. I feel the same way, Devendra. Any on your list of movies? we didn't get or you didn't get in this case i feel like this one is not as universally beloved but certainly when it premiered it was getting a lot of love i think leading up to it and that's a movie that i just described as a movie i hated that's the whale the movie got yeah. a lot of critical love yeah, it did. when it premiered i like, also hated was, that movie <laughs> yeah hate, hated that movie and now to watch him like this feels like a misfire on almost every single level. I don't know what is happening. It's a good mm-hmm. performance. Yeah, good performances in that movie. Yeah, yeah. But, oh man, did not like the way. Agreed. So yeah, I agree with that. I feel like now it seems like Rotten Tomatoes has kind of shifted to a point where it's in the mid sixties or something. So that's more more debatable in terms of how many people like it. But man, also among my biggest disappointments this year too. But I did. I also did not have any hope for that movie. Honestly, after hearing the premise and hearing like of of like what aronofsky was trying to do 
it kind of confirmed all my worst fears about him making a movie about that subject, basically. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good choice. I mean, I, I said this on our review, but basically mm-hmm. every Aronofsky movie, I've walked out of the theater and been like, whoa, that was over the top and heavy handed. Uh-huh. And then slowly that movie will burrow its way into my brain and I won't be able to stop thinking about it. Uh-huh. And it's happened for pretty much every single one of his movies. Um, and I don't know if it will happen for this one. So I'm, I'm going to mm-hmm. kind of withhold my my judge, my like final judgment on this one. But I think that's a great pick, Devendra. Like yeah. it definitely. This movie got standing ovations, you yeah. know? So it's like, it is one of those I, things I think, where I like, think people yeah. want, people very rightfully want Brendan Fraser to come back. <clears throat> Brendan Fraser seems like a decent human being. He kind of like, left the industry for really unfortunate reasons. And like people want a Fraser essence, you know, like, yeah. and, and, and I tell those people a- go watch doom patrol for as long as it's on HBO max. Mm-hmm. It's right there. Mm-hmm. Three, th- three seasons of Brendan Fraser. Think the, I think the very end of that movie is undeniably powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't want to spoil it, but yeah, it is uh, definitely, it made me feel it, an emotion. It, it definitely goes for the fence. Yeah. It's definitely yeah. offenses. For, yeah, it made you feel an emotion. I think that, that kind of explains the standing ovation mm-hmm. things, mm-hmm. but, but yeah, for, for biggest movie we didn't get for me, it would be after sun. It, a yeah. movie that I just is like, that's fair. That's fair. It's like, Oh, is it, this is like baffling. Like, I'm just yeah. like, I don't get, the love for this at all you know so mm-hmm. um but yeah uh okay so those are kind of some special categories let's talk about honorable mentions folks now i, I am shocked at some of the movies that didn't make it onto your list sure um specific but I- i'll start with a few you know why don't we uh why don't we take turns i think it's it's cooler if we take turns yeah. uh, I- i'll start and say um the northman was really one bar- yeah it was like it was yep. up there because um that movie's great yeah it is good. Yeah. I saw it with my mom, so it doesn't, you know. <laughs> it, it, it's a beautiful. It's a beautiful movie, and and uh, there's the, um, uh, you know, there's that chant that he does, right? Like uh, kill Fjolnir, like that whole thing, like save mother, you know, avenge father, save mother, kill Fjolnir. That's that just great, helped you get through the year. That's a, yeah, that's <laughs> a great like yeah. catchy phrase. The yeah, movie's sure. beautiful. Get us, brush your teeth. Yeah. yeah, there's just weird ass shit going on in the movie. The visuals are incredible. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. But at the end of the day, it was a little bit too weird for me to put on my top ten, and um, and I I think the script gets a little bit thin towards the mm-hmm. end, unfortunately. So, but that was one of my once my honorable mentions. Devinder, what's on your honorable mentions list? Well, honestly, that was among my honorable mentions. But oh, nice. uh, I was going to start with After Sun, <laughs> and I think a movie that I think is genuinely great. <laughs> it. It is one of those things where it's like, yeah, h- however you approach it, like it, it is a weird movie. It's kind of all over the place and you kind of just have to gel with it. I I fully understand why you guys didn't like it. And I've seen a lot of like other negative takes on it, too. But I don't know what it is about this movie, but it taps into memory in a way that is genuinely affecting and weird. And especially, you know, it, it is about somebody who is becoming a parent and reflecting on her parenthood and trying to think about like, what those experiences were like, maybe not always good, but genuinely loving in some ways. Like it, it is truly, truly moving. I thought so. You know, that's, that's why I really dug it. I, I, I could have easily fit into my top 10. I just genuinely forgot. Like there's so much going on. This yeah. is CES week. A movie about memory yeah. and you forgot it. I forgot it. Jeff Kanata, honorable mention. Emily, the criminal is a movie mm. that mm, was great. on my top 10 list for a lot of the year. And I couldn't, couldn't fit it in uh but it is an awesome movie uh an awesome performance by aubrey plaza it, it, it it's it, it's great it's great so and more people should so see it yeah and it's available on streaming um and i i really wanted it to be on my top line but it, i i couldn't find a place for it mm-hmm. so uh i'll list a couple that literally almost made it into the 10 spot and i think at, at various points were in my 10 spot okay mm-hmm. um uh in addition to the northman it was also the fablemans um, the Spielberg really? movie I really loved, hmm. and also um, um, Emergency. This is a movie that no one is talking about at all. Yeah, I thought it was awesome. It streamed yeah. on Prime. It, it debuted at Sundance and streamed on Prime Video later this year. Uh, it's available on Prime Video right now. It's it's. I think it's extremely socially relevant. It's like it's about examining privilege, uh, and it's also very funny and well acted. And I just liked it a lot. And uh, I, I think it helps you create. It, it helps to create empathy for someone who is in the situation that the characters in that movie are in, and I think it's really valuable. And mm-hmm. so, uh, it's a shame it's not getting more love. And I'm honestly bummed I didn't put it in my top ten, but it's like 
yeah. you know, we have to respect what our feelings are about movies. And it's like, oh, it just barely missed it. So I, I reviewed that around Sundance and really dug it as well. It feels like one of those movies that uh, Amazon has quite a few of those, actually, like Nanny and Master yeah. are actually like both also like really fantastic films, which didn't never felt like they got enough publicity or even really an awards push from Amazon. So that's weird. Yeah, yeah. So that's emergency streaming right now on Prime Video. Devendra, any other on? Uh, hit us with another honorable mention. Another one. Honestly, um, it was on my list, and there is a movie I have seen twice over the past week because it goes down like a nice glass of whiskey. And that is Confess Fletch. <laughs> I didn't get it. I didn't get yeah. that movie. Wow. Like, I watched Amazing. it once by myself. So I'm like, oh, this is. I like this vibe. Like it is John Hamm mm. as like an investigative journalist, like dealing with a murder mystery. And then um, my wife and I were looking for someone to like, I think you'd like confess Fletch. And we, I watched it again with her like a couple days later. I have no time to rewatch movies guys, but I did that because like, you know what? I did like that vibe. I did like to see John Hamm, like kind of trying to figure out this mystery and him like dealing with all these various characters. I, I it is not, it's a weird it has a weird vibe right it, it is not like it doesn't feel like a typical comedy film but i also feel like this year has been weirdly lacking in like straight up comedies so i don't mm. know if we, we're just all going through a lot um but this one like i love his vibe as fletch like he's somebody who's going through the world kind of like nonchalant about everything and it is so different than the chevy chase fletch movies which i've never really liked very much um i like this character i like the vibe of this movie and uh just the humor of it like every kind of situation and the language and the wordplay is just so fun. But it also seems like there are some scenes where it's like, Oh, you just, you were rushed for time to do this. Like you, you probably could have done a couple more takes or at least gotten this edit tightened or something. So it does feel a little rough, but I would love to see more Fletch movies. All right. Great choice uh, for your honorable mention. Jeff Kanata hit us with another honorable mention. Well, I, I got a number of them that uh, were in, on your lists. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. As I said, Babylon was one that was really on my list for a long time and it just got bumped off um i saw babylon much earlier than we reviewed it mm -hmm. uh, it was a really early screening for some reason and it had it had been on my list for a long time and it just got bumped off um and i really wish i could have found a place for it because like you dave i just thought that is really unlike anything yeah. not only this year but ever i like i don't think i've ever seen anything quite like that it, it like i said it shot me out of a cannon mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i, I if it didn't, if it didn't sort of peter out, in my opinion, I really think it would have been one of my favorite movies of the year. Um, and uh, you know, Top Gun Maverick is a is a honorable mention for me. A Tar is an honorable mention for me. Mm -hmm. uh, Glass Onion, absolutely an honorable mention. I I really a, a, in another year last if Glass Onion had come out last year, it probably would have made my top ten. Sure, you know, um, and Athena. Athena yeah. is a movie that is absolutely an honorable mention for me. I mean, as Dave so eloquently said in the in the main episode, it's undeniable just the like brute force of filmmaking that it represents. It's just it, it's something special. It's a it's a movie I've recommended to tons of people. Nobody, not enough people are talking about it. And I love just being like, do me a favor, turn it on, watch the first shot. If you don't like it after the first shot, you can turn it off. And like, Jeff, how long is this first shot? It's been here for a while. Yeah. Craig Kohler, Craig Kohler, and then I hang up. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I, I, I honestly, I, I, I gel with all of those choices too, Jeff. Uh, there is one thing I want, oh, there are a couple of things I want to quickly shout out. After Yang, mm. which yeah, we talked I, about earlier this year. I was year. shocked that After Yang was not on your top 10. To it, was, it was on my top 10 since the beginning of this year. Like, since I saw that movie at Sundance, and then slowly it just got shoved down, yeah. down, down. Because so many things happened, but... I really loved After Yang. And a movie I don't think we talked about much, but I remember you saw it, Dave, is Crimes of the Future. Yeah. I just recently caught that um, streaming, and I love that movie. Like, that movie is just so weird, so wild, so, like, David Cronenberg just, like, with very little effort being like, here's a future. How about this? How about, how about people don't feel pain anymore? How about that? How about yeah. people have just surgeries, and surgeries are, like, give them some sort of pleasure? It just feels like he's so effortless about it. And it's also genuinely funny, too. Like, Kristen Stewart delivers, I think, one of the best weird supporting performances of the year in this movie. Um, it is genuinely disturbing. It opens with, like, one of the craziest scenes I've seen in a movie this year. 
Um, but I can't stop thinking about it. Like the the texture and the world they built and freaking Vigo Mortensen just like going all in on the weirdness. I love weird Vigo. So I, I, I hope like maybe we'll get more of this universe at some point. But this movie ruled. Yeah. Very cool. Great choice. Great choice. Um, okay. We're talking about honorable mentions. I'll, I'll throw a couple out there as well. Um, okay. So I told you guys I watched like 15 movies last week. Um, and the only, or the last two weeks, the only one that made it onto the top 10 was All Quiet on the Western Front. There were two others that came very, very close. Okay. One was uh, Living, which is a new film starring Bill Nye. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, Love a Bill re- Nye. that's a remake of the Akira Kurosawa film Ikiru. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, and I've been made to see that. Yeah, yeah. I really like, I mean, so here's the thing it's Sony Pictures Classics, which means. It's really hard to see. <laughs> like they, they don't make the movies like super easily accessible. Um, but it will be available on video demand sometime in twenty twenty three. But I really like. I really liked it. It's I also not... it's Kazu Ishiguro do like do writing that remake, which I I love him as an author too. So great. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't know that. But I I, I also I I will confess I have not seen the original, and that is on my list of things. Oh to do. man, oh, it's really um, good. Yeah. yeah. So I'm planning to watch that as well. But Can I really you... like the remake. It's really well done. Um, and I'm looking forward to comparing it to the other one. But that that almost that really almost made it onto the list. Did, did um, I ever tell you guys my Bill Nye story? No. Real quick. I think I've heard it before, but go ahead. Yeah, it, there it, was a it... Comic Con mm-hmm. where I passed Bill Nye standing. He was standing on the street corner. I think he was there for Underworld, uh, probably of the Caribbean. Uh-huh. I think. <laughs> yeah. And I I saw him, and I I just think he's amazing. And I mm-hmm. and I was I never approached people or anything, but yeah. I was like Bill Nye. And I walked up to him and I go, I'm sorry to bother you. I think you're a genius. Mm -hmm. And he goes, I wish I did. (laughs) Love it. Yeah. Mm, That was the extent of our exchange. Oh, I, nice. I just walked and away gobsmacked. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, Bill Nye is awesome in mm-hmm. Living, and I'd recommend it. Uh, I think I think you'll both enjoy it, so mm-hmm. check that out. But the one movie that really... I, I literally watched this movie yesterday, and I'm like, ooh, like if I had watched it earlier, it could have been on my top. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I, I need a movie to like marinate a little bit, and this really almost made it on, um, was Pearl. Mm. This is the really? follow-up to X... The Thai, they're both Thai West movies. Yeah, the prequel and to X. Yeah. I'll probably talk more about this in next week's like what we've been watching. But like, first of all, super cool idea to film two movies at once. Like we have the set. It. We have you, the you, you have the set. You have the set. But the thing so is, the, the, the tone is like radically different. Yeah. In, in Pearl, um, this is one of those rare prequels that gives the movie that comes after it like a bunch of resonance, um, and a bunch of like it. it, it it's like one of those movies where you're like, oh, I appreciate the next mm-hmm. movie more now because of this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like the, the Better Empire Call Saul. Strikes Back. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the movies. Better Call Saul of shooting a porn sure. film in a mm-hmm. remote you know, farmhouse. Um, I really liked it a lot. Uh, and uh, Mia Goth is so good in it. And it's truly the year of Mia Goth. Like yeah, She has a movie she, coming out with Alexander Skarsgård. The Cronenberg uh, son is doing that one. I, that looks dude, so good. That is one yeah. of my most anticipated films of 2023. Looks so good. I, Infinity yeah. Pools, I think mm-hmm. it's called. Uh, I freaking loved Possessor. We talked about it here on the After Dark. Uh, I, you probably have not seen the trailer, but it looks it looks. I watched weird. the beginning of the trailer, uh-huh. and I was like, I'm excited. So... <laughs> That's one of my most anticipated releases of. We've got two Cronenbergs yeah. just like giving us weird yes. stuff at once. It's so what a, so wild. How blessed are we? How blessed yeah. are we? Anyway, so Pearl. If if you, I would. People have asked me like, should I? Can I watch Pearl first without watching X? I do think you should watch X first. Mm-hmm. Like, I, in general, I think you should watch things in the order in which the filmmaker released them. Like, mm-hmm. so like the Star Wars movies, you should watch them in the order that they were released, and so on. Um, and Tell I that do think to that's, kids, but that's yeah. true of Pearl as well. Mm-hmm. But I really love Pearl a lot. That, that really, it really blew me. Away. I was like surprised by how much because I I watched X. I was like, oh, this is pretty good. Yeah. Like I watched, X, I, I really like X. This is pretty yeah. good. When I watched Pearl, I was like, oh my god, this is like, I like Pearl significantly more than X. Mm-hmm. It's not as conventionally enjoyable as a horror film as X is, but there's some sequences in Pearl that are just like, this is amazing. Okay, mm-hmm. anyway, I've talked enough about Pearl. So, any other honorable mentions, folks? Um, yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I, ahead, uh, I honestly had bodies, bodies, bodies on my top ten totally. list. Yeah, I was yeah. surprised it didn't make it, Jeff. So, yeah. I, I had it there for the longest time. I, I mean, I keep sort of a running top ten list as I go through the year, 
and it was there for the longest time and mm -hmm. i it it hurt me to take it off i think that movie mm -hmm. is phenomenal i just it's more I it's more it. than just like a silly teen slash yes movie. like yes it is, it's deep yeah, yeah. I, I i was so eager to rewatch that with my wife and to me that is like usually the sign where like oh like i think you will really enjoy this but also huh this movie does have something because i can only have so many times to try to do that with her so yeah yeah uh great choice bodies 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 any mm -hmm. other honorable mentions i think that's, that's a whole bunch of them I, yeah uh, I will say one last. Yeah, I know it was it was painful to like make this. Marcel Vachel shoes almost on the list. I love Marcel. Um, the menu, yeah. honestly, the menu. Uh, you know, I think people thought, oh, this is a solid genre movie. I really loved it. I thought mm -hmm. it was great, great, enjoyable movie. Now on HBO Max for who who knows how. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't know. As that. of today, that's, yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, and that's it. That's honorable mentions. Mm -hmm. Okay. Favorite non-movie narrative of 2022. Okay. Devendra. This is hard. This is Devendra. hard. There's a lot of great stuff. I feel stuff. like this yeah. is, for me, this was easy just because it's like, I've had TV shows that have sat with me this year that I can't stop thinking about. And I think the big one is Station Eleven. Mm, this yeah. is an adaptation so of the Emily St. John novel um, created by Patrick Somerville. Um, Emily St. Mandel, I believe. St. Mandel, yeah. yeah. Um, I... Or St. John Mandel. St. John Mandel, mm -hmm. yeah. Anyway. I yeah. didn't really love the show. I, I don't think... I, I was not ready for like, oh, here, here is a thing about a post-pandemic future, guys. Like, let's let's re let's revisit the horrors of what we went through in 2020. And um, I mainly checked it out because I love the cast. Um, pretty much everybody involved. Like, I want to see what this was. And there is some really rough stuff in the pilot. But it does transcend like what what you would expect it does turn into the story about survival and how we use pop culture to keep going and i feel like that is something we're all doing right now like we're all figuring out how to keep going like now i have two kids that i'm bringing into this world that is climate change is affecting us right now and just making things really weird all the time i don't know what their future is going to be i don't know what the state of this country is going to be i should probably get out of the south at some point soon because things could get really rough i don't know um there's so much uncertainty that show at least like painted a future where most of humanity is dead, but the people who survived survived with a sense of hope and with our culture. And it did, it kind of in a weird way made me feel good about what we're doing here. Like actually sitting and dissecting and talking about culture as we have it. Um, because at the end of the day, like this is the stuff that kind of keeps humanity going in a weird way. Uh, this is a this is a cool pick. I'm really glad you mentioned this. Um, so this good. Is, I think critics have been uh, unsure how to handle this one mm. because it debuted on HBO last December. Oh right, and yeah, yeah, yeah. That's finished true. in That's January. True. So it's like, is it's it a 2021 show? Is it a 2022 show? But technically, it did air in 2022. So it's like, I think it's completely fine mm -hmm. to put it on the list of 2022. And it's a yeah. great show. It's definitely worth checking out. Uh, Jeff Kanata, favorite non-movie narrative of 2022? Oh man, it, this is very difficult for me to just name one. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say, you know, I loved the period of time where weekly I was watching Andor, Rings mm -hmm. of Power, yes. House yeah. of the Dragon, and She-Hulk. We were so blessed. Those yeah. four shows that were all weekly ha happening every week. That was an amazing period. Mm -hmm. Um, I. We'll probably talk more about this on the next episodes, what we've been watching, but I think a show that deserves to be in this conversation is Fleischman is in trouble. Yes. Mm -hmm. I just, Oh, mm -hmm. I just saw the finale. Incredible. Oh my God. Yeah. Incredible. It, it is, don't say it is literally on, like, I'm going to watch it this way. I've been, David, yeah. I've been peeling through all you these will, trailers. I'm like, yeah. Fleischman in trouble is a thing I'm going to watch. Spend after the day. Just spend yeah. the day and it's watch incredible. all the episodes. Yeah. It's yeah. so incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, I've come down to three that, that you know. You already it, named five. Jeff. Yeah, I know. But here are the three. <laughs> okay. Can, can you? Severance. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Mm -hmm. This year's season of Barry. Oh, man. Mm -hmm. I forgot yep. that was this year. Yeah. Incredible. And the last one I'll say, <laughs> I know I'm a broken record on this one, but it it is my favorite non-narrative of 22 because I've seen it the most. And okay, so this is the, this is the one then. This is, uh, okay. This sure. is the canonical one. D just Bluey? Bluey. We're just, just going to go Bluey. Wow. It, because, I, have you seen I mean, any Bluey, Dave? I, no? I literally watch it every day. Yeah. 
Yeah. We watch a bluey, usually two blueys before yep. bed every night. It doesn't get old. I see new things in yep. the episodes every time I watch them. I also and know, like, I have to like prepare myself emotionally. It's like, oh, you're you're watching the planets one. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah. You're watching yeah. the yeah. Mm. You're watching um, the one about the grandpa. Yeah. It, it has impacted my life more than any other non movie narrative, and so I I can't I can't deny that Bluey, <laughs> and I think it is deserving. It is really that good. It really is that good. It's really. I, I do hope like future seasons. It is very bandit oriented. I think because it, it's just one guy. It's one guy writing the whole show. So maybe more perspectives would be nice eventually. But it, it is so good, Dave. When you when your nephew starts watching stuff, yeah. you got you got to bring him some Bluey. You yeah. got to bring him yeah, the yeah. good stuff. I think and, it's become less bandit as it's gone mm-hmm. on. Uh, and the season three specifically is is, is less bandit. But I mm-hmm. I, I feel that. There, there, there were definitely some sequences where like, oh, you're just sitcom dad now, or you're, you're just like doing some stuff like that. Yeah. One thing I want to shout out that both of you will truly appreciate, and especially you, Dave, is Pachinko, the Apple mm. TV Plus series um, that spans like several generations of a Korean family going from Korea to Japan, uh, also to America in the mid 80s. Uh, Koganada is a big creative force behind this, and he directed several episodes, too. And it's incredible. Also, I don't know if you guys have seen. Just just go watch the opening sequence to this show. Is it? It is like thirty seconds of a pure expression of joy, mm. and few things can give you that this year. All right, great choices all. Um, I am not going to say anything new that hasn't already been said, um, because <laughs> Jeff named eight things, even though I specifically <laughs> requested one. Um, I told but, you I wasn't going to be able to do that. I told I, you. I, I, I'm, I'm fine with you listing eight things. I'm just saying, give us the one first, Jeff. Um, mm. But my one is Andor. It is by far the, the best thing I watched this year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, this is a show that got me into Star Wars again. I'm like, a, a feeling, you know, <laughs> that's a name, that's a feeling I haven't had in a very long time. You know, like, mm-hmm. it, uh, a feeling of, oh, this is, a, this is a franchise that can still tell stories that I'm interested in stories that are rel- like feel relevant and contemporary and feel like they speak to the human condition and feel like they're about these relationships of people that feel like they could exist in my world. And I know people are people want other things. They want the lightsabers and the force and all that stuff like that. But for me, it's like, wow, um, I was just blown away by the show on a, on, mm-hmm. on a weekly basis. New worlds, new locations. We've already said a bunch of stuff on another New podcast. music. Yeah, new music. Never heard new music. Star Wars. Yeah. It's, it's like... I think what's truly incredible is it pushes Star Wars into truly uncharted territory. And like that is pretty rare, especially after we've seen how the trilogy went. We've seen like how some of the shows have been going and felt like Disney has been playing it safe for so long to see a huge risk like this felt like a miracle. Yeah, Yeah, totally. It doesn't have to be like that. It can, it Mm -hmm. can can be risky. It can be interesting. It can be pushing into uncharted territory. Why not? Look, look. And it's such a blessing that we get two seasons of it. You know, it's like, yeah. E- yeah. even though there's only going to be two seasons. It's like, and even no, though it's, it's like the lowest rated Star Wars thing, apparently. On Disney. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So uh, that, that's why nothing, not, yeah. unfortunately. It's like, yeah, they take risks, but not all the viewers appreciate it. But I, I do think it's great that older and I think people, people looking for I'm going to put it out there. Yeah. I think people will find it between yeah. now and when the second season premieres, which is probably not going to be until 2024. So, mm-hmm. um, but anyway, uh, that's my, that's my non-movie narrative. Great picks, Jeff. I Thank thought you. Severance was also awesome. All of them. Um, all that stuff was awesome. And I just want to give a shout out to House of the Dragon as well. This is a franchise that ended, in my estimation, catastrophically. Agreed. Um, really soured a lot of fans on the property. And so they had a lot working against them going in. And then they made a show that was buzzworthy, that mm-hmm. was interesting, that that brought back what people loved about the franchise. Um, that's a high order of difficulty, and I was really impressed they were able to accomplish that. So for sure, um, yeah. Anything one else question for you guys: like one thing, um, have you guys played Immortality? Oh no, yeah, no, Jeff, you've talked about it on DLC, right? Yeah, yeah, I've, I've played some that. of that. I have not finished it, but yeah, I mean, you would put that. I, as I do a, feel like yeah. that as yeah, a narrative, and Dave, yeah. like it is truly up your alley. So spend okay. spend a couple hours diving into that at some point. It is a truly unique and well told game through the process of editing you know, uh, video and stock footage from several different movies. It's yeah. uh, it's a pretty wild experience. I'm surprised, put, uh, God, I'm surprised God of War Ragnarok is not on your list here. So mm-hmm. Yeah, no, but, I, I yeah. would definitely add it there. It, I haven't it finished, yeah. Fantastic narrative. And some of the most memorable uh, scenes 
mm -hmm. uh, not just of a video game, but of the year. Like there mm -hmm. are scenes that I constantly think about from that game. Anything else in terms of favorite non-movie narrative? Um, so, so much, but those were the big ones. Yeah, know? those are the big ones. Okay, great. All right. It's time to get to favorite mm. movie of 2023. Now, I went back. I pulled some audio from last year's episode. Jeff, it's not going to surprise you to learn what <laughs> your favorite movie of 2022, what you thought it was going to be. And of course, as usual, I have added harp noises so you know when the clip is beginning and ending. Doodly, doodly. Favorite slash most anticipated movie of 2022. Jeff Kanata, you have one? Avatar 2! <laughs> <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll see. I hope we get it. I hope it's real. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I am. it is definitely my most anticipated movie. It's on the slate mm -hmm. for December. We'll see. Who knows what the freaking world will be like. Who do, do they have to reintroduce the whole world to Sam Worthington? It's like... <laughs> Rewind 10 years, everybody. Remember this guy? Yeah. We wanted him in all the movies. He's back. He's been working on this for the last 10 years, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, I, I'm, I am, like, beyond excited for that movie. I, I, I really genuinely am super uh -huh. excited. Perfect. You called it, Jeff. You called you it. called it. I called also, it. Also, what I had mentioned, you don't even need to introduce Sam Worthington. You never see him. <laughs> you never see him. Yeah. Very... Uh, <laughs> Very yeah. nearly my number one movie of the year. Well, I, I do, do want to call out that, like, back then, like, Omicron was raging at yep. the time that we recorded it was that bad. last episode. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, so you were like, well, who knows if we're even going to be in theaters next year? Of course, everything is basically back to normal now, quote unquote, in terms of movie theaters. So, uh, so there's that. Um, and, uh, and also, there was significant doubt as to whether this movie would actually be released this year at that time, right? Because yeah. it's been delayed half a dozen times. So, uh, I actually think it's quite a feat that you called that A, it would come out, and B, it would be your favorite movie of this year. Um, so, Jeff, what is your favorite movie of 2023? Much more difficult to look into the crystal ball <laughs> this time. Mm. Uh, I, um, I am loath to even pick a movie that I think, I think much like ev Everything Everywhere All at Once, which I didn't even know existed when we recorded that, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I I feel like my number one movie of the year in 2023 is something I don't know exists yet. Yes, but I mean, I, I, mean, I just want to be clear. I just want to be clear when you say you didn't know it existed. I do just want to say this is something that happened during last year's episode. One more, one more. Everything, everywhere, all at once. I hope that movie is good. That is a Michelle Yeoh crazy trailer. Oh, yeah. About, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is it, it by looks, the Daniels, right? By the Daniels, yeah. Yeah, the guys who did uh, Swiss Army Man. Mm -hmm. So. Oh, there you go. Davindra so, knew. Davindra called it. Davindra called it. I knew. Okay, anyway, I so knew. I just want to say, it's not like Brilliant. no one knew it existed. Okay, anyway. But I didn't say ahead. no one knew it existed. I said I <laughs> you, you said we didn't know it existed. I well, said I didn't know it existed. He didn't know it existed. Well, I mean, Davindra said it on the reported. podcast. So by definition, you heard it through yeah. your ear. Okay. But not enough, right. not enough to put Let's... it in his prediction <laughs> engine. We have Because he learned about it then. <laughs> yeah. Definitively, definitively made me wrong. That's well done. That's my whole thing. Okay, all right. Anyway. I agreed with you, Jeff, that yes. many times the movies we think we're going to like aren't the movies we end up liking. Well, yeah. the movies Other movies come out of nowhere. You know, yeah. yeah, the movies that we know about often are the big tentpole things that yes. have been announced years in advance. Correct. And the movies that tend to be the best movies oftentimes aren't those. Correct. I want it to... I, I have a lot of doubt about this. Mm-hmm. But I want it to be Indiana Jones. I wow. do too. I do too. Okay. I don't be, think okay. it will be. Should maybe watch I, that trailer, Jeff. I really want oh, it to man. be. Okay. Maybe watch that trailer. Yeah, yeah. Jeff, say the full title, Jeff. <laughs> the Dial of Destiny. <laughs> Dial right, of Destiny. So, yeah. so Jeff, I'll play back this recording next year. Jeff says his favorite movie I'm, of 2023. No, I'm saying I I'm my hope. <laughs> Is that it will be Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny? That sounds like your your that is I, the purpose of that category. is your pick. I have yeah. a lot of doubt that it will actually mm. be that. I want to be wrong. I, can I just say one other thing? I think that the best experience I'm going to have in a movie We're still theater. Fasting this category, yeah, yeah. yeah you got to just go out there, but go ahead. Jeff, I think the ahead. best experience I'm going to have in the movie theater, yeah, is in seeing the Super Mario Brothers movie. Because mm, yeah. my son is the biggest Super Mario oh. fan in the on the planet. Have you seen any of those trailers, Jeff? I've I've seen all yeah. of those trailers. Okay. Yeah, I watched that them with movie, my son. 
not many people are talking about this. But I think those movies, those trailers look incredible. It's going like, to be great. And the movie's going to be so great. Good. I have no the doubt. The backgrounds look so good. Mm. Yeah. People are slagging on Chris yeah. Pratt and maybe rightfully so. That movie is going to make a billion dollars and it mm. is going to be so much fun. I have and and I have no doubt that I'm going to have a blast sitting next to my 6-year-old mm -hmm. son as his eyes are wide and he knows every single Easter egg because he knows this universe backwards and forward and loves it more than anything. And he's like counting down the days until we can go see it. So I have no doubt that that's going to be my favorite experience because I'm going to watch it through his eyes. Oh, that's nice. That's lovely, Jeff. Yeah. Um, but your favorite movie of 2023, Indiana Jones and the <laughs> Dial of Destiny. <laughs> way to put me in a corner, Dave. I'm going to, I can't wait. I cannot wait to play this clip back. I next don't year. think it's going to be true. I want it to be true. Je Jeff, this, this category is what you want to be true. That is the definition no, of this kid. I don't, I think, the, I thought the whole category is to try to predict what will be your number one movie. And I don't yes. think it's going to be. I so just, what, what do you think will actually, oh, you're saying you can't. You I don't think I don't, I don't know asteroids. I don't know the 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 new Wes Anderson. I don't know. I don't know. I think he predicted yeah, Super Mario. Uh, uh, so, okay, yeah. all right. Yeah. I mean, you're you're kind of saying the category sucks, which fair enough. But I think the, that's, that's, the, that is the fun of the cat. It's your well, cool I'm having prediction. fun. You're trying to make me not have fun. <laughs> Just dream, dream a little bit. About, you're trying to dream, put me in a, a, little, in a box. Dream with. It, it is fun to make a wrong guess. That is what I'm trying to say. Okay. <laughs> it right. is fun to say Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Then we review it, and then it's like terrible, and then we talk about it at the end of the year. All that's right. a fun thing. So okay. Anyway. All right. <laughs> but Jeff just doesn't want to be wrong for some reason. I don't know what's going on there. I don't know why he would be conditioned to not want to be wrong while talking to me. Um, anyway. While being recorded by while David While being Chef. recorded and broadcast. Literally, Dave just um, weaponized the, the audio of Devendra <laughs> talking about everything everywhere all at once. Mm -hmm. After mm -hmm. weeping that we all picked it for number one, he weaponized that yep, audio yep. clip and is now wondering why I'm gun shy about <laughs> calling my shot. I don't get it. I don't get it. Okay, Devendra, favorite movie of 2023. Yeah, there's a lot to choose from, um, but I think I'm going to have to go with Mission, colon, Impossible, Dash, Dead, Reckoning, Dash, <laughs> Part 1. What a title. Yeah. What a title. Really? That so title you, says something. I yeah. mean, look, we love the Mission Impossible movies. I don't think you've ever put one in your top, like, near your number one for the year. Though. I mean, but could this there, be there's the other one? thing. Like, I could think this Across the Spider-Verse also looks like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I cannot wait for that. But I yeah. think Mission Impossible, in terms of, like, what I want to see, what I'm, like... I've well, also seen well, the trailer, and I don't think I don't know if you guys have seen the trailer. So, there, again, there's I, I just want to ask: like, is there a movie that you think will actually be on your number one of twenty? I think that's going to be my number one. Okay, that's why that All right. I, I heard the assignment, David Chen. <laughs> Thank Jeez. you. Thank not you. like a certain, not like a certain somebody. <laughs> I was just told it's fun to be wrong. <laughs> that's what i but, was just told okay all right Devendra, that's also it's awesome that you're calling it i um, think like mcquarrie like has shown over the last couple of movies he's just like continually went upping himself uh tom cruise is like doing crazier and crazier things and i just feel like i feel so like i feel mcquarrie's hands as an action director are so confident now like i just yeah. cannot wait to see what he does yeah. I, I mean look uh, this is a true fact what mm -hmm. i'm about to i am not exaggerating at all one of the things that kept me going through the early pandemic was the idea that I might live long enough to see Mission Impossible 7. I, I, that is not a joke. That's, like, how, I, that's how I felt I'm not, about Avatar. I'm not being sarcastic. Yeah, I'm not being sarcastic. I'm like, I, I just want to get... Now, obviously, I don't feel that way now because, you know, a lot's happened since the beginning of the pandemic. But, like, I, I'm like... that At the time, I was like, I just need to live long enough to see Mission Impossible 7. Which, by the way, I think was at one point going to come out in 2020. Um, or certainly 2021. So, mm -hmm. um, anyway... Uh, great pick, Devendra. And, and but even here's the thing: even though I love it, I'm like I, I've never put a Mission Impossible as my number one of the year. Oh, are you um, are you calling me braver than no, you, David? Chen? Yes, I am. Yes, <laughs> yeah. I am. I'm saying like good job. Like yeah. that's I'm, I'm now I'm jealous. I'm like I should have put that as my favorite movie of 2023. Um, I'm shocked I, you didn't. I I would have of the two of you, I would have been certain that you were going to mention that one. Mm -hmm. It's my most anticipated film of the year for sure. And I will say that um, um, last year. I, I also said one of my most anticipated films of 2022 was Across the Spider-Verse, which yeah. did not yeah. come out this year. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, that's a shame. But uh, this is this is a tough one. This is a tough category, and I'm going to go with an out-of-the-box pick. Um, not out-of-the-box, but like 
Jeff, I'm gonna I'm gonna put the caveat that you put on it, which is like, this is one I want to love, <laughs> and I'm hoping it will be, but it generally hasn't been in the past. But I'm like, I really want this to be the one time where it lines up that this filmmaker makes a movie and it's my number one movie of the year, and that is Martin Scorsese's Killers of the Flower Moon. Ooh, yeah, um, starring starring Leonardo DiCaprio. It's like, um, this is a movie that like again we talked about it in the main episode how. Martin Scorsese is making movies that big studios aren't making anymore. He's going to streamers like Netflix and Apple to make his hundred million dollar epics. Yeah. And you look at like movies like silence and the Irishman. These are great films. These are great films. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am hoping that killers of the flower moon is also a great film. I'm looking forward to its release in May of 2023. Okay. Um, those are our favorite movies of 2023. What other movies are we looking forward to? Jeff Kanata. What else is on your list? I said uh, Asteroids. It's called Asteroid City. This is the new mm. Wes Anderson ensemble movie with, uh, it's got Tom Hanks, Scarlett Johansson, Margot Robbie, uh, Jason Schwartzman, Tilda Swinton, Jeff Goldblum, Jeffrey Wright, Adrian Brody, Brian Cranston, wow. Edward Norton, Steve yeah, Carell, yeah. Uh, Hung Chow, Matt yeah. Dillon, Rita Wilson, Willem Dafoe. They're all in it. That sounds good. I've watched yeah, that. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so there's a serious chance that movie's on my top 10. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm also very excited about the new uh, Scorsese movie, uh, Killers of the Flower Moon. Um, uh, you know, I'm curious about Dune 2. That That is honestly on my list as well. I'm, yeah. I'm really excited about that because I loved Dune Part 1. I thought yeah. it was like a really great... One of the problems with movie adaptation of books is they put too much book stuff in the movie that only makes sense to book people, book readers, and book that is people. a that is a movie that did not do that, uh, in my opinion. Like yeah. it is a movie where, like, if you read the books, it's like enriches your understanding of the movie, but you can totally enjoy the movie on its own. So yeah, um, Jeff, anything else? Yeah, I mean, I have I have a few others. I mean, from the Marvel side of things, I'm definitely really excited about um, the, the Ant Man and the Wasp sequel, um, uh, Quantumania. Quantumania, yeah, super going to be super fun. I'm I'm excited about that one very much, and I'm excited about the Marvels, which uh, is going to be the new um, you know Captain Marvel and you know other Marvels, uh, other female leads. Uh, uh, that should be really really fun. So you know, I think Marvel's going to have some some good offerings this year. Um, I am, uh, what else have we got here? I'm surprised neither of you have mentioned Oppenheimer yet. Yeah. I was going to say Oppenheimer's on my it list. That's, that's going to be really interesting. I'm curious how Christopher Nolan's going to play with time again. You know, that should be yeah. fun to see. How, how big of an um, explosion did he actually, uh, explode? Right. Th- th- that's we'll a meme on TikTok right mm-hmm. now. of People being like, he's going to actually set off a nuclear bomb to, to, I mean, yeah. he's done wild stuff before. So, um, the Barbie movie with Greta, Ger- yeah. like Greta Gerwig, that's going to be I'm amazing. I'm super yeah. excited about that too. I think that movie's going to be awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and uh, Pixar's coming out with a new movie called Elemental. Could be good. Yeah. You know, rooting for Pixar always. Yeah, uh, um, Devendra, how fast? Mm-hmm. How fast X are you about Fast X? About fast. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty. Listen, I I am troubled. By the by, the goings on behind that movie. So I'm excited because it's a Fast and Furious movie, but uh, it's not what I want to see. You know, it's it's not. It didn't turn out the way I wanted it to. Yeah, yeah. I am. Um, are we getting a new John Wick this year? Very excited yeah. about that. I I, I gotta say, I, I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing it. I'm sure the action is gonna be awesome. But what I am bummed about with John Wick is what we talked about for our John Wick chapter three review, which is, Oh, oh this is basically like a cartoon now. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Like I Bull- can't take suits and whatnot. Yeah. I, I can't yeah. take the story seriously on any level anymore, which is kind of a bummer because I do I think there's did. a way, <laughs> I, I do think there's a way to make that movie in a way that you at least are kind of invested emotionally, mm-hmm. but it's not even, it's not even taking it seriously, Jeff. It's more like, it's not even going into new territory. Like it's not even, you know what I'm saying? Like it's yeah. not even, it's too, it feels like it's repeating the same beats. And that's like he's always just on the verge of being on his own without any support this whatsoever. This all occurred like all these movies have occurred within like three or four weeks too, right? Like <laughs> yeah. it's, it's a very short yeah. amount of time. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm looking <laughs> forward to the action of that movie, but I'm I'm not looking forward to the story. I feel like it's mm-hmm. it, based on the trailer, which I've seen a part of. It doesn't seem very inventive. Yeah. But I have a I have a kind of an outside the box pick that is uh, close to my heart. I'm worried it's going to be bad, 
but I actually have a lot of reason to be hopeful that it's going to be good. And that's the Dungeons and Dragons movie. It looks fun. Uh, yeah, I was going to see it's, what you thought about that. It's by the the dudes that made Game Night, which I think was on my top 10 of the year mm -hmm. that year. Was is, yeah. is a movie that I adore and I think is so fun and so much better than it had any right to be. Uh, I loved Game Night. And so, and I, you know, I had a you know, three-year Dungeons and Dragons campaign you can watch online right now if you want. I love Dungeons and Dragons, played a long time. So um, I'm hoping that the movie is great. Mm -hmm. There, it's it's a fun year ahead, guys. Like they yeah. they released the teaser for the next Scream, Scream Six. It feels like yeah. we just talked about the Scream reboot, <laughs> yeah. and uh, the teaser is just like the kids from the last Scream on a New York City subway. Mm. You know, a lot of people have ghost face masks, and just mm -hmm. that idea is very very intriguing to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, Devinger, any uh, anything you're looking forward to that you want to mention? Um, before uh, we wrap I mean, I, I am interested. Uh, Michael B. Jordan directed mm. Creed Three. Yes, he directed it with IMAX cameras, and I and uh, Jonathan Majors is also kind of going to be the antagonist in that movie. I, I want to see those big dudes in IMAX framing fighting. You want to see your big ring. boys? You want to see, see the, the big, big boys, boys fight? Yeah, yeah. So uh, that's March third. So that's a lot of this stuff is happening very soon. I'm what really about, curious. Uh, Sorry. I'm I'm really curious what's going to happen with all the DC movies. Like the big question for me is there are are we ever going to set eyes on a Flash movie in theaters? Just just leave gonna, it from your I'm going to predict yeah. no. I'm, yeah. I, mean, I think there's a 50/50 chance like no, that movie never sees the light of day or it sees the light of day straight to HBO streaming or you know something You're saying it moves it. very very fast like a I don't know what you would call it. Like a, I'm going to say, I think there's a 50 50 chance that movie enters the speed force <laughs> and is never heard from again. <laughs> Flash went to um, another planet. Yeah. yeah. Jeff, what was this. your question? My question is, what do you guys think about Napoleon? Mm. The upcoming Ridley Scott, mm. Joaquin Phoenix. That does sound tempting. Napoleon biopic. Sure. People have been trying to make that forever. Napoleon so. Bonaparte at Walking Phoenix. I mean, they made Gladiator together. You know, you guys loved The Last Duel. I did not. Last Duel's good. I, yeah, Last Duel is freaking awesome. And but uh, you know, this uh, by the way, this also reinforces the point about like Ridley Scott wants to make you know eighty to one hundred fifty million dollar budget movies. He cannot make it at a conventional studio anymore. Mm -hmm. He's yeah. this is going straight to streaming, or it's gonna it's gonna be an Apple original film. So. Um, yeah, uh, Jeff, I am looking forward to that. The thing is, it's supposed to come out in 2023. I have not seen. Yeah, I haven't heard anything. Any real? I don't. There's no teaser exists. Like for me, I'm like, I don't believe the movie actually exists until I see the teaser trailer. Like yeah, at that some point, footage, it's like something. Yeah, well, some going to Apple TV Plus. <laughs> so I don't know about teaser trailers, but they, well, they, they do, do conventional they, they marketing campaigns yeah, for Apple so. TV Plus movies. So, right. but yeah, there's also a new Bradley Cooper directorial movie coming out. Mm. Mm. Which one? It's called uh, Maestro about Leonard oh, yeah, Bernstein. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Leonard Bernstein. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that could be good. Could be good. Um, I really liked A Star is Born. I thought it was awesome. I can't believe, yeah. Um, one of my big things about A Star is Born is I can't believe society made me defend that movie. Like, what I, what I mean by that is, <laughs> what I mean by that is, I, I thought the movie was good, not great. Mm -hmm. But then for Bohemian Rhapsody to like win all these awards over. A Star is Born, like the level of difficulty of what he <laughs> he freaking wrote the movie. He learned how to be a music star, wrote wrote the songs, performed the song. You know, like literally stuff that didn't happen. Literally, all those things didn't happen in Bohemian Rhapsody. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, and it's like now I'm like, how dare they snub that movie and yeah. put Bohemian? How Rhapsody? big were his teeth, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> That's Not a good big question. Enough. Not big enough. Mm. Not, big, Not enough. big enough. All right. So yeah, it's going to be a great year of movies, and we're going to be covering it here on the filmcast. Any other thoughts there's about a next new, year? There's guys? a new Transformers movie, guys. So um, yay, yeah. We need to get uh, a charity that we can get behind. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Transformers: Rise of the Beasts. We've gotten to the beasts. That yeah. that is a point when I was a kid uh, when I tapped out of Transformers. So. Look forward um, to doing that again. The thing, the thing that's most interesting about that movie is it's not directed by Michael Bay, mm -hmm. and it's directed by Stephen Capel Jr., who directed Creed Two. Um, but I have to say, like the Bumblebee movie was the best Transformers movies that have been released in like five sure. to ten years. Also, it. like that direct that was Travis Knight, and he's 
he's good. He's a good storyteller. So yeah. I'm just saying at least it has a chance of being good, unlike a Michael Bay direct Transformers <laughs> movie. So I'm looking forward to Ambulance Two or whatever else he he has next. Like he's I just hope gonna he makes full another, drone. I hope he point. makes another movie because I'm really yeah. excited about it. So what about Wonka? No, no, no. <laughs> no, nobody's nobody's down for Wonka. No, no, no. I'm done. <laughs> Me and Wonka are done. <laughs> okay, Johnny Depp killed it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm gonna put this out there too. Actually, a couple couple of other ones. Um. Uh, I'm looking forward to M Night's next knock at the cabin. Absolutely. Even yep. even if I don't like an M Night movie, I'm always like, oh, he's doing interesting stuff. 100. percent So I, um, images from old are still stuck in my head. Yeah, we'll never some get great out. great moments from old. Mm-hmm. That movie comes out in February. Um, also coming out in February is Magic Mike's Last Dance. Yes, and uh, for I think we Valentine's probably, Day. I honestly think we should review that movie. On we should podcast. review really? that movie, and that's a um, Valentine's Day movie. So. Bring yeah. your, bring Jeff, your, you're not, you're I've never seen up. a Magic Mike movie. Do I need to what? watch the? Will I be you lost? Need, well, you, you, Magic Steven Soderbergh directed Magic Mike one. I'm aware of that. Yeah, you gotta you gotta see at least one of the Magic Mikes. You gotta be part of the trilogy. Jeff, I legitimately so. think you will like yeah. at least one of the Magic Mike movies. Yes, I, I'm not even joking about that. So, right. um, uh, anyway, but those are a couple of other movies that are coming mm-hmm. out. So just uh, invite your wife to watch Magic Mike, Jeff. I'm sure you'll get it. Yes, there. she will. Yeah. She will get a get perhaps even more out of it than you potentially. So <laughs> those crowds, like those Magic Mike crowds in New York, were just like the wildest bunch of like ladies post brunch, and it was always a fun time. <laughs> yeah. All right, folks. On that note, it's been uh, a great year, and I think 2023 will be a, an even greater year for movies based on the current trajectory. So we're really looking forward to covering it all here with you on the Filmcast and the Filmcast After Dark. Again, thanks to our patrons for making this podcast possible. We'll see you next week for Megan. Uh, Have a great weekend. Bye.